Have you ever felt like you've got more in the tank and you know that there's more potential in you, especially in business? Jack came to set the standard and he ended up tripling his business within a couple of months. He has an email marketing company. Some of the tools and the tactics and the mindsets that we teach, we teach every two to three weeks in a free mindset webinar. This is an invite to you to come to that webinar. Just click the link below. It's the first link in the description and I'd love to see you guys there. Can't wait. Guys, this was one of the most hectic podcasts I've ever done with Jance. And essentially, he's got two Instagram accounts, Plants With Attitude and Plant Strong Jance. And he is an Ironman. He's a vegan athlete. He competes regularly in triathletes and he is a sponsored two times you athlete. And he's, he's also a private in-home chef with a really successful business. He has like some serious accolades. He's extremely fit, strong, capable, and his mindset is super strong as well. And in this podcast, we get into how to stop holding back, like holding yourself back and, and really overcome your self-limiting beliefs. This was, podcast was absolutely fantastic. I can't wait for you guys to listen. If you are tuning into this podcast, I do have some coaching spaces available. They're filling up really quick. But if you're interested in overcoming yourself, being the best version of yourself, send me a DM. If you're interested in any of my discount links for bone broths, recipe ebooks, or Eternum Labs, you can just check some of the links down below. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast as much as I did. It seriously blew my brain. It was so awesome and so fun to sit with um, Jans in person and just discuss these awesome things. His story was so fantastic and it was really, it was really deep and it was really like we got like a little bit like into the emotional side of things as well and then it was like real hype and it was just fantastic so if you guys do get any value from this podcast please like share and subscribe that would mean the absolute world to me like actually like please like share and subscribe (laughs) that would mean the world but without any further ado i hope you guys enjoyed this podcast as much as i did and i hope you're ready to get hyped up and ready to be the best version of yourself because this is an extremely motivating podcast see on the inside guys Jans, man, thanks for coming on to the show. Corey, thank you so much for having me on this wet Thursday. <laughs> so stoked to be here. Yeah, it's still warm though, which is like really good. It is. Adelaide's usually freezing. Yeah. Yeah, same <laughs> as Melbourne. It's an adjustment. If like Melbourne's like this, because I've moved up here from Melbourne, yeah. it's cold as well. <laughs> this, is, this is tropics. It's this tropical. Is, this is the deluxe stuff. The deluxe. Yeah. So, man, what have you been focusing on at the moment? Where's your energy going? Yeah, dude. So, currently... Um, well, I've, I've run my business, um, Plants with Attitude, which is like a meal prep catering um, sort of business. I've had it for eight months now. Mm-hmm. Funnily enough, started off the back of a, um, a Facebook comment. Really? So, yeah, dude, I moved here in December and closed my business down in Melbourne um, due to COVID, lost everything, moved up here, just had landlord issues, you know, with wanting us to pay the full rent, this and that, which was not possible because... Literally, Melbourne was in lockdown, hard lockdown. Um, anyway, skipping on to the positive. Moved up here uh, for an, a refresh start. Never lived by the beach before, so how sick. Um, and decided not to open up another venue. The plan was to open up another venue, um, but decided against it mm-hmm. with everything else going on, uncertainty of whether we we're going to go into lockdown, this and that, paying rent, all this kind of stuff. That really broke me. Um, so anyway, moved up here and didn't really know anyone. Um, so I was a little bit lost. I was training like really hard for um, Cairns Ironman, which was in June this year. So I had something to keep me, you know, active and 
something to do, but didn't have really many friends up here at all. So it's hard. By yourself? It came up with my mum. Oh, sweet. So mum's up here as well. So we moved up together um, to get out of Melbourne and, um, yeah, (laughs) to paradise. And still love Melbourne, um, but definitely wouldn't move back there. Anyway, came up here. So knew nobody. At least I had something to do in terms of training, which kept me busy. And then when we decided not to do the cafe um, up here, that kind of really broke me. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm 27 and have got a life ahead of me, that's all I'd known for the past years. And what was the cafe? Was it a meal prep cafe? Like no, well? so it was it was just stand, not standard, but like high end. We would do you know breakfast, lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a primo cafe. Hey, primo cafe. Primo, <laughs> primo cafe. Primo. Like really oh, good. Primo, <laughs> yeah, <the> primo. Those <laughs> are pre-workout cafe. Yeah, sure. People yeah. would come in like pre-workout. That's what we focused on. That was the. Um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the pre-workout cafe. Can you Caffeine. imagine? Yeah. There's actually a place down here in Cooley called Protein Shake, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> they, they, they do good. They do good smoothies, though. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to hope so. Yeah. Pre-workout. Yeah. No, no, it was like my my passion. <clears throat> Is and always will be in food. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my like creative outlet. It's, yeah. it's how I express myself and I love making things look beautiful. Um, and always from a young age, you know, mum always had me in the kitchen chopping, doing certain things. So I've always, always cooked and I've always mm-hmm. loved, you know, that aspect of getting in there. And it, if anyone just wants to say real quickly, if anyone hasn't seen your Instagram, which one, which one is the food one? Food one is plants with attitude. Oh my goodness. If you go on that one, cause I remember having a good scroll and I went, yeah, back, and I went back and I was having yeah. a look. <laughs> I've never been so hungry, man. I was like, oh that my God. Store? I think I saved like five <laughs> of the recipes. I was like, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's my passion. My passion is yep. in food. Yep. Um, that's my outlet. So if I'm like wanting to, you know, um, forget about something or whatever, I'll go into the kitchen. Everyone has this sort of thing where it, it's also my form of meditation as well, where mm-hmm. I feel totally I'm able to express myself and love putting things together. And I understand also the nutrition aspect and the science aspect of food, what needs to be included in something so that your body can actually absorb the nutrients that are bio, bio available to you. Um, I'm excited to get into that. Yeah. In a bit. <laughs> so that's what I focus on, um, in my business currently. But yeah, food for me, if you can get that right, like for anyone, I see it as a key pillar to succeeding in other aspects of your life. Um, so I find it being one of the most important things t- to get right for the individual. Yeah. Which is sick. And then, so you were training for the Ironman. Yeah. And so when I come up here, yep. I was training for that. Um, so in previous businesses, my mum, Deb, was my business partner as well. Um, she was very successful, had businesses all her life, had a, a really successful one for 22 years. Um, so I learned a lot of her growing up being um, her being just mum and my sister, you know, single parent. Um, yeah, I always even still look up to her as an inspiration, being able to provide, you know, for me and my sister uh, more than what some of my friends had as two parents. I guess if you want to, like, trace it back even even further, yeah, go, mum. Yeah. <laughs> inspiration, you know, holidays, private schools, this and that. Like, next level, we'll do anything for our kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I always kind of, though, missed out. I felt like I missed out on having that father figure in my life um it's a bit of a 
touchy topic for me. I had a had a break break um, breakdown last night. I went to this mental health event um, that Benny from Home Gym guys about November put on, and I was looking into someone's eyes. They did this. We did this exercise, and it was looking to to the other man's eyes silently, and you know, gaze full eye full, gazing. full gazing. And I know his story, the other guy that I looked into, and I know that he's a loving father and all he wants is the best for his children and stuff. And just looking into his eyes made me trigger back to, yeah, going, oh, how come I never had that? How come my father never, you know, wanted me like that or loved me like that? And I just, I just broke down. I'm a very sensitive human, um, growing up to surround females as well. I'm very in touch with my emotions and I'm totally, you know, okay with that now. Um, but back during school, like that was what I was picked on for. I was bullied. I was bashed, called names, had money extorted from me, this and that, just because of my feminine characteristics. And because I wanted acceptance I, from the boys, um, I would always be the one to get in trouble, always the one to do the thing um, just so I could gain acceptance yeah. Um, from the boys and it got to a point where sorry we're going like sidetracked back no, this we're is talking good. about food but no, this is good. Um, it got to the point where I, I was getting suspended literally all the time mm-hmm. and there was one last time in year 10 when I was 16 I not funny but one of my mates I got blood wrap so like cling wrap for, for everyone that you wrap your sandwiches with and one of my other mates was like, oh, go and wrap his head. So in the middle of the quad, which is like the square where, you know, you play down ball, this and that, I went behind him and like suffocated him. He didn't die. <laughs> with, with, um, <laughs> Here I am, criminal, yo. No, I have a pass. Everybody has a pass. <laughs> um, just fresh it up. No, let's not talk about that. Let's not. Um, uh, and the vice principal come out in the quad and caught me um, and said, don't you ever learn? Anyway, I went into the principal's office and the principal, like, for many, many years had seen my potential and that's why I never got kicked out. He could see and all the teachers knew that I had the potential to be great. I just couldn't see it because I was always messing up. I was a smart kid, straight A student, this and that, but always just getting in trouble. Always the loudest one, always the one that wanted to be heard and just because, you know. You wanted to fit in. I wanted to fit in Mm. because everyone else had two parents. I just, I was feminine. I was like, I want to be one of the boys. Mm. Anyway, it got to that last meeting and he was like, look, mate, and my mum was in the the room as well. Next time there's not going to be a next time, you'll simply be expelled. You'll be kicked out. And I looked over to my mum. And she had tears running down her face. And for me, that was the turning point. Um, I just didn't want to keep disappointing my mom, my inspiration, the person who meant so much to me. And literally from that day on, I stopped caring. I stopped without a swear on this. I stopped, swear as much as I, stopped I stopped giving a fuck, honestly, what anybody else. I'm not doing push-ups. That's <laughs> not my challenge. I stopped caring what other people thought of me um, and did like a full 180. Um, so from then on, I, you know, kept smashing out my grades. Um, I became like 
um, house house leader, you know, of, of the school and of my house and got the top leadership award um, in two years' time out of – and everyone else was, was so surprised because I was the one that was always messing up, getting in trouble. Everyone thought that I didn't deserve it. But because I turned it around so much and really accessed my potential that was inside of me and stopped caring about all of that, that full 180, that transformation – um, I always had within me to be a leader and I still do this day. Like I'm not somebody that's going to sit back and that's why I could never work for somebody because I want to pave the way, you know, set yeah. the standard, have an impact. Yeah. Um, so I've always had that. I just was pushing that aside so that I could feel accepted. Mm. But now look back at all of those people that were, you know, hanging shit on me or bashing me or whatever they're still doing the same things that they were doing back then. Yeah. And I think just like to touch on that as well, because I coach a lot of guys, it's like masculine energy in general is like so powerful and there's like so much energy. And when you can really focus it into one point and focus it into something, I believe that's like when things really start to manifest and that's when you really start like your potential to go. But a lot of people, once they haven't had that like sort of moment that you've had, which I think is like awesome that you've gone through like mm. some of this real dark stuff because it's allowed you to be like, boom, let's focus this energy on something and hence why like all of those awesome results are happening. So just anyone listening, if like, you know, you sort of, your energy's like pissing into a bucket of water and it's all over the place, maybe they just haven't had that moment that's like, all right, cool, we need to focus this sort of, like yeah. drive what you've done, which I think is really impressive. Yeah, and like just touching on that, just things that happen in life, I always say everything happens the way it's meant to happen because that's the way it happens. Sometimes that's harsh reality and, you know, you can never see it at that time because it's it's like a storm, right? But then the flowers, they bloom outside of that, but the storm is necessary. Sometimes you need to hit that bottom to realise and be like, whoa, what was I doing? Like, you know. It's very important to have these, you know, you, you, I wish you, I could say that you would go through life without adversities, but adversities builds character, build, makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. That's why we're here on this planet Earth is to develop as humans. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not someone who wants to go in and out of, like, throughout life and just stay the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aches and troughs, that what's, what makes us who we are. Yeah. All, you know? So, so don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. For anyone listening, don't be afraid to... To hit that. Mm, for sure. And like now, what are you like currently doing that you're like really proud of or that you're learning or like opportunities that have like come for you that you've been like embracing sort of, you know, all of those things? Yeah, totally. Um, so honestly, I feel like it's a, it's a full pinch yourself, pinch myself thing, like living up here on the Gold Coast. I'm so much, not that I wasn't happy down there, but looking back at my life, in Melbourne, um, you know, I look back at some comments of what people used to say to me when I was down there and I couldn't see it because I was clouded and I was in, in on it. And so like tunnel vision that that's what I was doing and it was healthy and this and that, but like working, you know, 18 hour, 18 hour days, like I love the grind. Don't get me wrong, but I was in a cycle that wasn't healthy and it wasn't really, I wasn't really happy to be honest, I was making an impact. Great. But yeah, I mean, I guess it also comes back to, you can't really see it until you step out of it. When you look back and that comes back to like thinking 
a certain way. But when, when you grow from that, you're like, holy shit, like, what was I doing? But you needed to have that so that you could look back at that. Cause if you didn't have that, then there's no way you would learn from that. Um, anyway, what I'm stoked about now is the business that I've been able to build, um, off the back of a Facebook comment. Hilarious. Uh, somebody reached, somebody put a post up and said, does anybody make vegan cakes here on the Gold Coast? And one of my, <laughs> one, one of my friends, and right, this was the point where I was really lost because we decided not to do another cafe. And I was like, oh my God, holy shit, what am I going to do? I really wanted a venue. Like I loved having venues and having people come in, light people up, make people stay. And I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? I've, <laughs> I've got no idea. So I started working for someone and once you work for yourself, man, working for someone and someone tells you what to do, I fully respect it's their business, but fuck that. <laughs> Honestly, I could never work for anybody else in my life. Um, so someone make vegan cakes on the Gold Coast, friend said, hey, tagged me in it. And I was like, yeah, can do. Like I can, like, because I started out making cakes. Can make the fuck, fuck out of some vegan cakes. Make- Fuck out of me, cakes! <laughs> 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 My client today just asked me if I can do cakes for the Thanksgiving. I'm like, fuck yes, I can. <laughs> I'll find the time. Don't worry, I don't know it, but I'll find it because <laughs> um, that's what makes me happy. Um, and somebody else hit me up in in private messages saying, "Hey, just just seen you reply. Just saw you reply. Um, do you also do um, personal like?" meal plans and, and, and prep, like we just got rid of our personal chef. Is this something um, that you do as well? Didn't lie because I, I never lie and you never want to start a relationship with a lie, but it is something that I did eight years ago. And I said, hey, it's not something that I currently do, but it is something that I have done in the past. I'd be happy to um, start up again and, and help you out. Anyway, off the back of that, started working for them. Um, it was a family. <clears throat> out in Tully Valley, so sick. And I was still unsure of whether that was the right thing, what I wanted to do. Um, I continued to work that other job just for income purposes. And then I was still really lost. I was loving it. It was great. And then I did a card reading. So that same friend that tagged me, um, we did tarot cards. And basically because I was, I set my intention of like, okay, is this the right thing? And the cards were basically all said, yes, what you're doing um, you know, is leaning. Yeah. Leaning. Leaning. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to go all in on this. And I was like, I'm going to do go door knocking this and that all up hedges Avenue. Um, and, and then all of a sudden the client that I had started talking word of mouth. Um, and then literally it just blew up from there. I, um, I didn't have to go door knocking or anything like that. Now I've got a wait list of like two weeks. I've got 50 clients that I rotate. Um, and I've grown so much, um, on my own in terms of like the business aspect, perfecting the procedures, this and that. But that truly lights me up. Like my core business is, is the meal prep, you know, for individuals who are very busy, professionals, families people that want to focus um, on their business. So I do the food for them, personalize, individualize it, um, do the macros, the micros, and explain the story of the nutrition side of it and why, and the science of why I've included this inside the meal, because I believe mealtime isn't just about like eating. It's about understanding what 
what the what, what you're eating and how the food is like digesting and going through your body. Um, it's all about the mind body connection as well. I try and teach to eat a little bit slower and with intention and purpose. I know it's hard to chew. <laughs> to chew. Yeah, chew, chew, chew. Very important to chew. The the saliva is a key factor to breaking down the food. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm human as well. Like sometimes I smash food down, but the, your body doesn't recognize that it's that it's eating and then you feel like you're, not, you're, you're still hungry. Um, so, yeah, like I said in the beginning, diet is a key pillar to being successful in other aspects of your life. So I focus on that so that my clients can focus on what they're good at, which is their business. And I, so I take, take all pain away for them, go into their homes, um, basically, yeah, so it's a personal service where I go into their homes. I love it. Um, cook everything. All they have to do is pick up the fork, read the, the um, thing. And man, I've had some amazing transformations in terms of energy levels with clients. And every single day, you know, I'm, I'm reaching less people than if I was to have like a cafe or a venue, but I'm having a higher impact. Mm-hmm. People are literally telling me that I'm changing their lives. Uh, you know, I've lost this amount of weight or I've, I've got way more time to focus on this. I've just closed this deal because I didn't have to worry about cooking. I've got way more energy. And for me, like lighting people up from the inside out is makes me so happy. Um, I'm living out my purpose, you know, which like is to help people be the best version of themselves possible. And my chosen thing is food like because mm. I find that to be so important. And you use that as a tool as well for like – yourself and i think what's really cool with you is you like embody all of those things and being the best version of yourself as well through all of like the training and stuff you do which mm. is like wild man like <laughs> so many triathlons yeah so much long distance running and all these crazy things that you're doing for like good causes it's like really inspiring so i'd love to dive into that yeah thanks i'm um, i'm also like what i live by is one body one life like why not try everything? Um, so I like to throw myself, like I love pain so much. <laughs> no, and I don't want that to have a negative like connotation or negative thought to it, but I just, I love pushing myself to the absolute limit to see what I'm capable of because I could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. Live it up. You know, I had this quote from a friend and he was like, dude, we're literally one blade of grass over 50 football fields. Like what the fuck even are we? What are we even doing here? Have no fear. Live it up. So why is living like that important to you? It's important to me and it's important for people to kind of, well, I embody it because it makes me, like the whole reason I believe why we are here is to to grow and develop and learn and things will keep continuing to show up in our life until we've learned the lesson. Um, Do you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, certain situations, you'd be like, why is that happening again? Synchronicity. Yeah. yeah. We haven't learned the lesson yet. Yeah. But like, dude, yeah, one body, one life. Like I just believe we're all here for, for a good time um, and here to progress and develop and, you know, I don't even really know how to answer that <laughs> question. Why is it important to me? It's just everybody wants to be happy. I feel like that is the end goal. Um, I may be wrong, but I feel like everyone wants to be happy in life. Um, and what makes me happy is making other people happy, but also trying all of these different things. I don't know. Like, I'm just going to come back to that same thing again. One body, one life. Why not try it all? Um, what is the human body capable of? And I like to 
prove to people that it is capable of more. Um, Which what you do, you did that 100 mile literally run, which is 160 kilometers for anyone is that Dude, right it's 160 yeah, k 160 k so funny funny story about that um yeah so i did that three maybe three months ago and i only just released the video today on you're the, vegan right yeah, so i'm vegan yeah, yeah. yeah so i've been playing base for eight years yeah, yeah. um but with that i hold space for literally everyone some of my really close friends aren't plant-based aren't vegan um so i honestly it comes back to the happiness thing Yes, there is the cruelty to animals, but if, if you're happy doing what you're doing, mate, I'm stoked. Like, I'm not going to try and change you because you know how hard it is to change yourself. Imagine trying to change somebody else. Fuck, you've got no hope. <laughs> Have a look at the gyms. January 1st, packed. Week later, empty. People lose motivation because they want instant gratification. They want instant results. Now, no one's willing to do the fucking work. Mm. And 160 Ks. Is not instant gratification. <laughs> not at all. So, anyway, dude, funny story about that. So um, Jordan, I told Jordan about it. He's someone who does ultra running and loves loves all that shit as well. Um, new friend up here on the Gold Coast again. Like I feel like. Found your fam. Yeah. Mm. It's incredible. Yeah. Everyone's so loving and supportive up here. Mm. Anyway, back to that. It gets so sidetracked. It's going to be <laughs> right, great. Right, right. Chip, chip, chip. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're still on. Yo, um, I was like, "Hey, George, I'm gonna run uh, 100k," and he was like, "Well, why not do 100 miles?" And I was like, "Okay, let's do 100 miles." <laughs> Fuck it. I've already had a base, like you know, of doing endurance for like four years, um, so I've got a good base. And then within the space of like six weeks, I was throwing myself into doing like 50, 60, 70, 80. Okay. Um, runs or weeks? No. What runs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs. So, like, Jordan was like, okay, you need to go out for like seven hours consistently and see what you come across because you don't want to get to doing it. You know, it's all time on the legs. Anyway, so started doing that. Um, you know, filmed everything and, and people were like, you're crazy. Um, <laughs> No, if, you, if people don't think you're crazy, then what you're doing is not, you know, yeah. doing anything. Yeah. Upgrade your standards. Amen. And, um, yeah, so I started going out at midnight, 10, 10 p.m., 11 p.m., 1 a.m., like running because I knew that's, like, what needed to I needed to do. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we did 160K. The plan was to do 10K every hour. That plan slowly slipped out the window. Um, I actually went into it with an injury up my tibialis um and so within the first 90 minutes that started to refer to my left or right quad left quad um and so i was only 90 minutes in literally don't know the whole thing was 22 and a half hours um i had to deal with that pain literally the whole way through um but it just goes to show the power of the mind of what you're literally capable of if you switch off everything I do a lot of like meditation, breathing, self, you know, self-love, self-work on myself. Um, so I have that ability and I feel like everybody does. Um, as long as you access it and exercise, it's like a, the mind is like a muscle, you know, you've got to, you've got to work at it to, to switch off. And my, my thoughts are always like, it's only, you know, it's only one day. It's only whatever. Like once this is over, then that's it. So just hone in on it and just focus. Like I just shut all of the pain out. 
um, and just just went for it. It was hard. There was a lot of peaks and troughs. There was a lot of things that we come across that we didn't think we were going to come across, like in the middle of Narain State Forest, it was like walking up like trails that had like um, advanced black, like mountain mountain bike trails that we didn't think we were going to come across, which took, and it was like 30 degree hot fucking heat in the middle of the day. There was, I reckon it was the hottest day we had um, and thought we were never going to like get through that. But then, then we did. Um, and all I had to do throughout that was just look at K by K, hour by hour, break it up. Because when you look at the big picture, it can be so overwhelming. Never look at things. Yeah, just break it up. It makes it so much more manageable. That's with everything in life. If you have a goal, work out the steps towards that goal. Still have that big picture, big goal, but break it down so it's more manageable and not overwhelming. Because when it becomes too overwhelming, then it tendency as a human is to like, oh, too much. What was like the hardest part in that 160k run? The hardest part in the 160k run, because that's like yeah, 22 hours of running. That's it's up there. Yeah. Um, dude, I, I don't, I don't even know what how to recollect what the hardest part was, but I can tell you things that helped me like get through. The t- just the pain. Was there like a, a specific moment or like a story in, in part of there when you were in that row? You might have had yeah, multiple so, when you were like real just like, I need to summon something yeah, to, dude. to get through this. So I reckon it was like 50, it was 55K in. We were in Helensvale and I just broke down, man. I just broke down in, in, in tears and I just, I had to stop for a few minutes, like hands in the knees, just sulking and I don't know what came over me I don't know what it was what triggered it but when your body's like being pushed to the absolute threshold and limits and the mind I just I just broke down and just had a little cry um and I was like fuck kick this off like keep going just just keep going I'm somebody like from a young age I've always been taught never give up never stop always I'm always determined it comes back to the situation when I was skateboarding behind my mum my mum was running when I was Five years old, I fell down off the skateboard and I still use this every single day. I come back to the same situation. It's hectic. Um, I fell down. She came over and she said, it's okay to fall down. She said, but the most important thing is fall forward, keep moving forward. Your mum's a stud, bro. <laughs> bro, from five years old, I still use that. That skateboard scenario, situation. It's okay to, to fall down. But keep moving forward, get back up and keep going. Mm. And I take that everywhere in life. I tell everyone that story. Mm. And now you're doing like multiple triathlons. Yeah. There's things with 2XU and stuff like. Two times you. Two times you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been calling it something wrong the whole time. It's been a brand. That, God, two it. times you. Now, that, they were okay with it being 2XU when it was cool to like shorten things. But <laughs> no. basically, the, the, the thing is, it's two times yourself. Yeah. So human performance multiplied. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I love it. Mm. Yeah. So in terms of the triathlons, I'd love to hear about like that story and how that come about. Yeah. Well. So that was actually, so the Ironman, first of all, came came about from an ex of mine. I used to. So you did the whole Ironman? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Done, done a couple now. Um, yeah. Hectic. We'll get into that. But hectic. Hectic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no. So my ex and I we used to compete competitively in CrossFit. 
Um, and we always used to challenge each other, each other. That's what I, that's what I love about someone else is like, push me, you know, I always say friends should have the qualities of support, inspire, challenge, motivate. They may not hold all four. You may have someone who's just supports you. Great. You may have someone who inspires you, you know, but it's important to have a, like, people around yeah, you. Yeah. A spectrum that do in your circle of them. Yeah. Yeah. You become the sum of the five people that you hang around. Say it all the time. Everyone says it. Choose wisely. Anyway. Um, and she was like, Oh, let's sign up for an Ironman. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> like I said, one body, one life. Yeah. Let's do it. Started training. Anyway, something happened. We broke up and I kept training because I was like, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. Started doing it on my own. Um, got injured. And I was like, okay, need to put the ego aside and invest in a coach, someone who's a professional who knows what they're doing. Did that. Um, did a couple of halves. Um, and then did a full. So just quickly for people. Like, yes. So refresh half- my brain. How long is a full Ironman? Okay. So we'll go half, half Ironman is so 70.3. So it's a 1.9 K swim, a, 90k bike and then a 21.1k run and then a full Ironman is double that distance which is 3.8k swim 180k bike and then 42.2k run so full and marathon, a marathon at the end of it just to just to just to push it in just a little bit <laughs> just because you love the hurt yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no, but it. it's all about planning it all out yeah. so that you know you've got stuff left in the tank because if you blow up fucking forget it see <laughs> that's why the training is so important and i love the training i started to froth the training aspect of it more than just the you know just doing the events because it's the journey that's where you grow is the training the event's just like an accolade. Sick. Let's see what I, what my training's capable. What I what I've been doing, and I love it more so for the mental aspect of it. Um, you know, being on the bike for six hours or running out there. There's so many tests that come along and and things that come up, emotions that you have to deal with. Um, and you know, yeah, I'm the fittest I've ever been in my whole life, but I'm also mentally very very strong and built so much resilience just from that from training that many hours, you know, pushing your body to those limits. There's so many things that come up in your brain day-to-day things that you, you have to deal with. How does that rule quickly? Just because I'd love to ask this question. We'll continue on here. On. How do you think that that foundation of physical and mental toughness that you have from eating really healthy and putting into your training and everything else, like refer to you and your business career and, and trying to kick ass yeah. and actually like having a good balance of, uh, like not burning yourself out when you're business, but you, you know, getting heaps of stuff done as well. Yeah, dude, huge. Like being, being, knowing that I'm actually able to, you know, focus, be dedicated and push myself, um, to that limit and also incorporate rest and recovery and stuff, carry that forward into day to day life. You know, I have the ability and everyone does to, to literally just knuckle down and go hard. Um, the, the ability to, to hurt is, transfers over into business because I'm not afraid to, to get hit. I'm not afraid to get injured or whatever, you know, and that can be transferred into business. I'm able to take risks because I, you know, and get out of your comfort zone. I'm, I'm, yeah. Get out of your comfort zone. I'm familiar with getting out of the comfort zone. And the more that you train or work outside of your comfort zone, the more your comfort zone keeps expanding and keeps changing. 
and then you can just keep reaching new levels, new heights. Yeah. You know, so looking back at the person I was before doing all this kind of training, t- totally different. Mm. And how's that applied to you in like, you know, the whole rest side of things as well within like your business? Cause you know, to prioritize, you know, you'd be like, okay, this is crazy. Take some time for myself, reflect, think, do some of this recharging stuff, get back into my business at peak level. Yeah. Does that re- relay as well? Um, I guess like, hmm. <laughs> so you mean like having rest? Yeah, well, so more more like well, I, I believe like when you're focusing in your training, as you mentioned, you're getting in your mind, you're getting in your brain, you're having thoughts and ideas, and you have to constantly, consistently overcome yourself. Yeah. And what is really common, which I see a lot at the moment for like people that I work with and stuff, is in their business, is that like they're just doing sort of they don't have that time to think, they don't have the time, or they're not they're not getting in and doing really long runs and things, so they're not figuring things out whether it is in their business or whatever then they just get caught up just doing stuff and they don't get any big picture thinking and they don't have like the discipline or the grit to sort of get out of being like it's more comfortable than being stressful in their business than actually thinking about the big picture and working on their business they're just like too busy stuck in their business and i think that you like with all the stuff that you're doing and having all that time you'd have like some serious self-reflection which would help you go outside of the box and like will succeed with everything else does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> does that relate to you at all? Does yeah. that does that make sense? Like being able to. Um... <laughs> yeah, dude, it totally it totally makes sense. Like I'm able to have like a perspective of. <laughs> I don't know how to answer this question. <laughs> You're right. What are, what are you thinking? Like, I'm just trying to understand the question. Maybe my brain is just like moving. <laughs> Here, well, I got another. I got another question for you. So, for people that are ready to sort of, they feel like their life either they've they've started smashing business, um, they started to get some success, or let's just say in their life they're like, "Cool, I'm at this moment in my life right now, but I want to start investing in myself." And for the events that you're doing, Ironmans and like ultra marathons and stuff, it's like. From compared to the normal person, super extreme. Like it's super extreme. And that's like giving you all these tools and resources that you use within your business, within your life, for self-satisfaction, for feeling fulfilled, for happiness. Even though that there are troughs, you have the ability to get in there and get out of them. So for people that are in a position where they're like, cool, I want to start investing in myself. What sort of would you say to them? Like where would they start? What would they think? Where would, where should they focus yeah. or prioritize? First of all, figure out why. Mm-hmm. Why, why do you want to do that? When you, I know it's cliche, but when your why is strong enough and you have a purpose, you don't give yourself another option. Mm. What, what, what are you doing this for? What do you want to get out of it? Not, not, not so much what do you want to get out of it, but do, does this make you feel good? When your why is strong enough, you literally, you don't give anything else a thought because it's like, fuck yeah, let's, let's do this. Um, I want to, yeah. How'd you figure out your why? Oh, man, again, this is going to sound so cliche, but love a bit of cliche there sometimes. So went, went to uni for six months after school um, because that's the thing to do: go to uni, get a job, get married, live in society, blah blah blah, get you know all that kind of stuff. <laughs> <No thanks. laughs> Fuck society's norms. Let's break the pattern. Let's go. Um, studied property development for six months because I wanted to make a lot of money. I had family and friends in, in that sort of world and they were going to help me this and that. 
Dude, studied for six months and I was like, this is the most boring fucking thing ever. <laughs> it sucked. It was so dry. No offense to anyone out there. It just wasn't, it just, honestly, it wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. It didn't light me up. I wasn't passionate about it. Do you know why? Because money was my motivation. When money is your motivation, forget it. Out the door. Money will come. All good. You have to love. You have to be so love loving of what you do. You have to be so hyped, hyped about it. And th- that's just what I carry through in life. You've got to be so jacked about what you're doing that you're not worried about anything else because everything else comes. It's all energy. It's all vibration. It's this and that. Anyway, so left uni. It was like, hey, I'm, I'm going to take a break. I wanted to go overseas. And then went over, met up with a few people, started traveling with a few people. And then I um, was going to come back. It was only meant to be three months. And then I was like, no, fuck this. I'm going to defer um, for another six months. Started traveling on my own. Did you get stuck in Berlin too? I I got stuck there for a while. (laughs) Yeah. No, funnily enough, the second day that I got um, overseas, um, I got robbed and lost everything. Past Camden Markets in London. Camden Markets. Lost lost it all. Um, And luckily, you know, the UK is very affiliated with Australia and I was able to get a passport, you know, within 10 days. Um, So kept traveling. Um, Yeah, so left all my friends one day when I was over there after I deferred and then kept deferring and started traveling on my own because I really wanted to just experience. When you go away and you're with people, there's always, I want to do this, he wants to do that, she wants to do this. You can never really agree. And I was like, this sucks. Like I want to be on my own and like I love throwing myself out there. So I went to... Went to Africa, yeah, fucking amazing. Taught English there in like a little country um, called Lesotho, which is in the middle of South Africa. That really like blew blew my mind. But back on, and that's when I decided to come back and start business. Anyway, back on where I found my why and my purpose, I was in the middle of the Sahara Desert, did like a three-day thing with all the camels, this and that, um, hiking, you know, sleeping in the desert. Amazing experience. Highly suggest it if anyone is um, when travel reopens again. Really eye-opening and, and very changing. But what happened was we were sleeping at the bottom of this, like, sand dune. It was 2 a.m. and I was, like, wide awake. I was so wired. At this time, dude, I was, I was like a party animal, you know, alcohol, drugs, this and that. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. And... I was like, I want, to, I want to climb that sand dune behind us. Everyone else was sleeping because I'm wired. I'm like, fuck this. And I don't know if you've ever, like, walked in snow, if anyone's ever walked in snow or, like, sand. You're walking up. It's, like, two feet up, three feet back. You feel like you're just not getting anywhere. But I, pers- I persisted, came back to the skateboard, keep moving, keep moving. Persisted, kept climbing up this sand dune, um, and all of a sudden, like, I felt like I was never going to get get there. All of a sudden, it just peaked over the edge and I'd reached the top. And I looked down and other people started to wake up and, like, look and started to come up. Anyway, I I was able to sit there for, like, a good half an hour. That took two hours. It felt like two hours to get to the top. Sat there. Literally all you could see was, like, sand dunes, like, so quiet, 
so clear and the wind just blowing off the top of mountains. Wow. And probably it was that moment for me where I wanted to give up all the partying, this and that, and stopped, stopped traveling because I felt like I had a purpose greater of just existing, you know, going throughout life and, and just, just being here. My purpose was to give back and to help people. And from that point on, I made a, I made a point of like trying to help people and giving back rather than just, I stopped drinking, stopped partying, this and that, kept traveling, kept experiencing, you know, and then made my way back. So that was where like I found my purpose for why I'm here. Yeah. So like you made promises of, made a promise to myself, but literally I just had like an aha moment where I was like, ah, there's so much more to life than just living for myself. Mm. So like your wise like beyond yourself. Beyond. Mm. And look, it's totally okay. Like for anyone listening, finding your why is, isn't easy. Some people go throughout their whole life and never find it. Which is tough. It's tough. Mm. Totally. Mm. But oh, sorry, continue. For me, I never wanted to, and I never want to get to my rocking chair and live a lot and look back at my life and think, wow, I didn't, I didn't do anything that was worthwhile taking. I didn't create any, I didn't, you know? Yeah. Like all the stuff that you're doing now. Yeah. But back to the, the whole purpose thing is that the reason why, um, you know, I didn't want to live a life just for everyone else. I wanted to live a life for myself. But, you know, imagine imagine going throughout life and doing things for everyone else, you know, and living to society's norms and, and all those pressures and stuff, and then you get to the rocking chair and you've lived a life for all these other people but yourself, you know. My, my, but my purpose is to give back to people, mm. and for me, that's why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I don't even know if that means. No, it does, 100%. I get it. It's sort of like, um, this is like an old school Frederick Nietzsche quote. It's sort of like, you know, people start off, he believes it's like camels, where there's all of these beliefs and systems that everyone's put on their back. And it's like, you don't start the maturing process until you go through the next stage of development, which is a line, which is saying no to everything that society's put on you and choosing what you want to do. And like, if we reflect onto you, it's like, you choose, like, I want to give back, I want to help people. And you started up your business. You started being inspiring for doing all these things, which is just like wild with two times you and this Ironmans and these ultra marathons running all the time and being like super hyping and like inspiring. Like it's awesome. And I just was, I was thinking of this question beforehand. I think this would be sick for everyone who's listening right now. Hit me up. If you were to challenge everyone who's listening right now, if you're like, all right, I've got something to challenge you like this week for you to just start doing like from your perspective and like your journey, whatever you think has been like the best, what would you challenge or encourage people to do just to get out of their comfort zone a little bit? Hmm. To get literally, I cha- challenge you to do something every single day that scares you. I, I still try and do it every single day because that's where you grow and develop. Whatever it is, whatever you think about, whatever you have fear of, do that thing because you're not going to grow in your comfort zone. Whatever your comfort zone is for you and 
you look outside of that and go, I could never do that, you know, figure out a way or just go and do that thing. Build like a little plan if it's something that's huge, but work at it, chip away at it, but step outside of that. There's no point living life personally, guys, inside of a zone that you're just not really progressing. In my personal opinion, we are here to develop and grow and test ourselves. You may be happy, you know, in your nine to five job and that's great. But honestly, I I feel like everybody is capable of more. You all have this potential. Look outside of your daily life and look at what scares you and go and do that thing. Go and do that one thing this week and watch, go and call that person, go and tell them how you feel or apply for that job or, you know, take that risk your life will will change. You know, quite often we build these things up in our head. We build up this thing. Um, it's not even reality. And because we're, we're, we're scared or, you know, even overthinking things as a human, you know, I'm a human, I overthink things, but we build up this scenario, this situation in our head that gets all damaging with painting this picture. And in reality, that's not even true. They don't even think that. They don't even care about, you know, this whole thing, we come into this world alone, we leave alone. My advice would be work on yourself. So what are some of the things that like you've done that you've sort of had like a little bit of, that you have had previously totally. a little bit of fear against or whatever that you've been like, cool, I'm going to challenge myself to get over this fear a little bit by doing this or doing that. What are, what are some of those things? Dude, I guess like I, I, I wouldn't necessarily put it down to one thing. It's, it's a, it's a lot of things, but I would, you know, sit with myself and sit with my own thoughts, which can definitely be a very hard thing to do. Um, we live in such a yang lifestyle, um, where everything's, you know, gratification, go, 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 this and that, bang, 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 that, okay, hey, I'm saying I'm good. I'm saying I'm this. I'm saying I'm that. Let's just like fucking cut everything out, sit with ourselves and ask ourselves literally, how, how are we actually feeling? Because we can be, it can be distorted from all certain factors that impact that. But look, check, check in with how, how you're actually feeling. You know, you can be all this energetic hyped. Well, that's why I like on Instagram and social media, I try and portray like really who I am and that I am a human, that I have emotions, you know, I have anxiety, I get sad, I get, ang- and that's totally normal and that's totally, it's totally okay. Because you, you should allow yourself to feel these emotions because you, you, you're, you're, fuck, you're human. It's normal. <laughs> Don't shut that off because if you bottle that up, it's only going to be more damaging down, down the future, you know, down the track. Mm. So try and get in touch. It's a very, very hard thing to do and it's, it's frightening. It's, it's scary. I remember the first time I sat, sat with myself and my mind was going racing and I had, you know, sort of thoughts of insecurity, this and that. And even still, when I sit down, it still happens. Like, think about how many thoughts you have a day. Like, it's it's millions. Yeah. It's crazy. You have that as well. Mm-hmm. It's next level. The human brain, the human mind, is everything's so complex. And I never, you know, understand why things happen, or but that they just happen because that's the way they they happen. And we don't even know what we're doing here. The fact is, dude, when you come to the understanding, guys, when you come to the understanding that nobody actually knows what they're doing here on planet Earth, we're literally all 
just working it out. It's amazing that planes don't fall out of the fucking sky. Dude, I was in a plane literally two days ago and I was like, I'm like however many thousands of feet in the air right now in this spot. How, how <laughs> incredible is it that it's able to fly? When they first created planes, they were like, I'm not sure if this is going to work. Dude, it's teleportation. I'm like, plane is a teleportation. You can't see. That's you just right. sit in this box and next to me a different state. Like, <laughs> When you take that, they took the... The risk they took the challenge and they they were like fuck it let's try it and it worked so whatever you're scared about most just try it you will surprise yourself mm. what you're actually capable of mm. if you just go outside that box mm. you're so you're capable of so much more than what your life is right now expand your mind expand your expand everything try try different things you mm. never know what you know, you're going to, you're going to like and enjoy. And that comes back also to conversations with, with people. Difficult uh, ones too. Difficult ones. Have yeah. those difficult conversations, but also become a good listener. Listening is absolutely key. I say this now. It's like when there's a conversation going on and say it's my topic, like, fuck, I'm, I'm really well versed in this. I won't say anything. I'll sit back and observe and, and wait. Um, and then I'll say something. The best thing to do is always listen, not get your two cents in this and that because you'll always be that person. Just be be humble. Be humble as well, you know? Yeah, I love that. A little bit of, st- little bit of stillness and self-reflection there. Boom, self- you can charge right. Self-reflection, yeah. absolutely key. Yeah. Check, check in with yourself. Do things that, you know, it's, it's all about balance. I say this to a lot of people is you, you can go, 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 but you've got to have some time. For you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so true. Jans, you're an absolute stud. Before we end the um, podcast, thank you for being vulnerable and so motivating. But just real quickly, I'd love to quickly talk about some of the nutrition stuff. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, let's hit it. Let's hit it. Let's hit a bit yeah. of that. Just what are some key nuggets that you have learned through nutrition and stuff, which is helping people absorb, helping people get more energetic, focused, and productive in terms of like eating, combining foods, just a couple of little quick tips that you think are just like fantastic for like the normal person probably may not know or they need a little refresh on when they're like, oh, damn, I should probably start doing this so I can feel better. Yeah, cool. Um, so I've got one little tip um, that I use with all of my clients, and it's so basic, it's so easy. Um, a lot of people are low in iron. Um, it's very common, especially in women. But the way that you can increase the absorption of that is pairing that with a source of vitamin C. So iron, let's just say um, things rich in iron, white beans, kale, dark leafy greens, Um put a little bit of vitamin C, whether that's a squeeze of lemon juice or pair that with tomato, the iron absorption actually increases. Um, that's why they say when you, yeah, boom, boom, get it, yeah, get it, get it. A little bit of capsicum, a little bit of chili. Yeah. Um, eat a heck lot of like dark leafy greens, anything. Now, this is really simple stuff, but. But it's powerful. But it's powerful. And we always forget. Eat things that are really rich in color. When it has more color, there's more nutrients. Um, so. I'd also focus on including a lot of dark leafy greens. So your, your kale, your chards, your silver beets, broccolini, really rich in chlorophyll, vitamin um, K2, K1. Um, but yeah, in, including a source of vitamin C with that as well to increase the absorption of the iron. Um, berries are very underrated, but they are so high in antioxidants, which is very important for like the human bodily functions, uh, being able to recover muscle soreness 
Um, so your darker berries, your blackberries, um, your blueberries. So anything that's yeah richer in color is generally better for you. So include a rainbow and a plethora of different foods. And again, surprise yourself. Try things that you know are out of the ordinary. That from your daily, expose yourself to yeah different types of vegetables, different types of fruits, but include a lot more of them um, in your diet. Drink heaps of water. Um, my, my one tip that I say um, is when you're eating food, just for proper proper digestion, try and um, not drink any water 20 minutes, like cut it out 20 minutes before and then don't drink any water while you're eating and then wait 20 minutes after just so the body actually has the chance to digest the food rather than you guzzling water and washing down, you know, the juices and stuff. It actually is working on what it needs to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think of the body, like the body is actually very, very smart, the human body, but I also think of the body as like, and the digestive system, which is nine times your body length, uh, as a one way highway. So when, when you're combining foods, um, let's just let's just say for example and there is a little bit of like research and studies behind this which we can link in the show notes um but food combination of when you're like let's just say you're having a banana let's just take the banana and put that on that one-way highway which is your you know your your digestive tract as the ferrari right um but before you've had that banana you've had a piece of steak or potatoes, you know, low GI, whatever, the potatoes takes longer to digest. And then you've had that banana, but the, the, the potatoes have gone in on, onto the digestive tract, the one way highway. And then you put a banana, which is the Ferrari and the truck in front of it. So it's going to catch up. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. It's going to, the Ferrari's just going to smash into the truck of the Sma- potatoes. Smash into it. Yeah. Which is again, why you can be causing, you know, some indigestion inside, bloating, gas this and that. Um, another one is beans. If you're having beans, make sure they're well soaked or try and get them like, you know, organic. Um, and if you get them tinned, um, if you're not cooking them from whole foods, tinned organic beans, just because that have to be FDA approved and go through the process for them to be on the shelf. Um, otherwise make sure you soak them properly just because otherwise they can create indigestion, um, as well. What else? Eat your vegetables. Eat <laughs> your dead veggies. Eat, eat more variety of foods. Yeah. I think that's one thing as well is like when people, when if they think like, oh, there's going to be a bad food. I'm not sure I want to taste this. Like if it's bad and you don't like it, spit it out. Oh, another, th- <laughs> another thing with food that I always say is never, never look at food as like a negative, say like cake or chocolate or whatever. Don't look at that and feel guilty or be like, I shouldn't have eaten that. Your mind is listening. If you've created that, your mind is your second. It's like it's connected to your gut. If you're eating that food thinking that it's bad for you and you shouldn't be eating it or I'm going to get fat, this and that, that that's going to change the way it digests. Mm. When I eat chocolate, when I eat cake, I'm not thinking of it as negatively. I'm like, oh, this is amazing. I'm enjoying this. Because your brain is, is so powerful. If you're thinking of that as negative, it's going to digest and it's going to go to fat the way. So how do you think about it? I just enjoy it and I nourish it. Yeah. I'm appreciative of the the hands. Mm. <laughs> I I go next level and I'm like, fuck, 
like this has grown from a seed. Like Ooh. all of the work. Oh, I love that. I all love of the work that. that it's gone to to grow, the hands, the people that have watered it, nurtured it, and fuck, I'm like, I'm eating this right now. Like this is this has got some gold in here, man. Like someone's nourished and, and made this grow from, from a seed. Yeah. Oh man, I love that. So Jans. People who are listening, they want to get more motivation, they want to learn more stuff, where can they best find you? Find me uh, on social media at Plants from Jance or hit me up um, Plants with Attitude. But if this comes out in the next 20 days, I'm launching a uh, special Christmas ebook, so you'll be able to get that as well. Everyone's been hammering me for um, an ebook for ages. Uh, so yeah, that's coming out and you'll have some great value in there of some tips and tricks and some of my favorite go-to recipes. Um, that you can try. Oh, man, I would love yeah. to chuck a, a, a link to that in That's the show notes for everyone who's listening so yeah. they can be like, cool, if I eat this, I'm going to start running Iron Man as well. <laughs> 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 nah, man, dude, seriously, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom and being so inspiring. If there is, if you want to share something, again, just to leave everyone with, whether that may be something that you've already said or just some thought that you think could be really good for any of the listeners just to pump them up for the day, what yeah. would be? I always love this question um, and to leave everyone with the thoughts of have no fear. You're literally always capable of doing more than what you think. Go out there and, like, just take advantage of the fact that you are alive right now. I take this back to Gary Vee is you're literally one in four trillion chance of you to be born. There's more chances of you winning the lottery Appreciate every single day that you're alive, that God allows you to wake up and move your able body because some people are unable to and be appreciative of that and go out there and, and challenge yourself. You're never going to mistakes. I see them as opportunities to grow and develop. That's why we're here to grow, develop and learn. Keep learning things about yourself and also be very wise about who you spend your time with because you become the result of the five people that you that you hang around. So if you're not liking the way that you are right now, take a look at your close circle and see where it's coming from. Well, man. No change, no change. Don't be afraid to make change. Oh, I like that. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, I am very appreciative to have this podcast with you and uh, I hope that you get to be part of Circle Wing out. Hang out some more. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for getting this far into the podcast. As a token of my appreciation for the loyal listeners, you can get a $50 discount of your first month inside the Set the Standard community. That'll help you double your business and reprogram your mind. We have two live group coaching calls per month eight modules and challenges, and an exclusive network where you can meet all the men who are setting the standard in here. Please use the code PODCAST, capital P-O-D-C-A-S-T, to get the first $50 off of your first month. Can't wait to see you guys in there.